0: Got it locked to Tech Takes with your host, KMC. everyone to tech takes episode three normally on tech takes we talk about technology past present and future but this week this episode slightly different format we're gonna do a segment called my technology where i talk about a piece of technology that i per- purchased recently and uh, we'll talk about that for a few minutes and give my likes and dislikes on this, uh, new technology that I have acquired and the final segment right after that will be the tech takes top 10. It's a tongue twister and I'm rusty. I haven't done a podcast in months, so bear with me. It's the tech takes top 10 and we'll go over a list that has to do with technology, obviously and uh, we'll go through it. So Tech Takes Episode 3 starts now. You know, it's driven Apple from the beginning, this compulsion to take incredibly powerful technology and make it accessible, relevant, and ultimately personal. We've designed a range of products so personal, you don't put them on your desk or in your pocket, you wear them on your wrist. And we conceived designed and developed Apple Watch as a completely singular product. You know, you can't determine a boundary between the physical object and the software. Sing it, bitch. Oh, boy. Welcome back to Tech ticks The man you just heard is Johnny Ive, formerly of Apple. He he was with Apple for 20 years. He designed products like the iPhone and pretty much you name it. He's designed it. He was the chief executive designer for Apple for 20 years. Now he's starting his own firm And, and he was really good with making these videos. He made Apple products something you gotta have. You just wanted it because the way he describes it, the way the videos look, make it look so sharp. Anyways, needless to say, I purchased an Apple Watch. It was a 42, 42 millimeters series three picked it up in may i've been using it since then and it, it, i'm really really enjoying it i was one of those people that was like well why do i need a watch what why? i got my phone i don't need a watch the time is on it everything is on it why do i need an apple watch but i did some research and decided to pick one up It was on sale as well, so that helped. That very much helped. But anyways, and I've had other watches as well, some uh, knockoffs, some Chinese, uh, you know, the ones you see on Amazon um, that can read texts and uh, keep track of your steps. I used to have those, so I felt like I needed to upgrade. And so I got an Apple watch and wow, it it is great technology. I'm finding that I'm not using my phone as much as I used to because of the watch. You can actually answer calls from your watch. It looks kind of funny when you're in public. I haven't done that yet, but, um, you can answer calls. You can reply to texts on your watch. You can sit, you can, has pre-programmed messages like yes, okay, maybe later, stuff like that. So it is very helpful. If you're worried about screen time, because if you're like me, whenever a notification came up, comes up on your phone, you pick it up and you look at your phone, look at the notification, and then you start playing with your phone for a little while. Uh, It can't be very distracting the phone, but with the watch I just raise my wrist And I can read a text I can read the the late the breaking news the sports news And I've noticed my screen time has dropped. I would say 25% Since I got the watch Another benefit for me anyways is just keeping active Uh, the watch keeps track of your steps your heart rate and um it keeps track if you've been sitting too long so if you've been sitting let's say you started sitting at one o'clock and then at 150 there's a notification that comes up whoop it's time to stand up you need to be a little active so you have 10 minutes to increase your stand goal um i'll explain that in a second but you You can get a point on your stand goal if you stand up for a minute and then you can go back to doing what you're doing. So the activity function on the Apple Watch, there's three categories that it mainly keeps track of. I'm sure there's other apps that can keep track of other stuff, but the the integrated activity that's in the Apple Watch, it keeps track of your calories that you burned, uh, the minutes of workout time that you've had, and the hours you have stand. You can, you're active. You're, you're on your feet. You're not sitting. It would like you to do 12 hours of standing a day for at least a minute. Um, that's all they're asking for. And that's pretty simple. I, I achieved that goal, no problem. The default for workout time is 30 minutes. So it wants you to either like walk outside for 30 minutes or run, jog, uh, go on a bike, that even counts. And uh, there's lots of predetermined workouts that you can do. And they want you to do that for at least 30 minutes to achieve your goal. But I'm sure you can set that. Mine's at 30 minutes, but I'm sure there are ways you can set that. And then the last one is calories. And yeah, that's pretty basic. If you're moving around, it wants you to burn a certain amount of calories. You can set it really low if you want, if you don't want to be annoyed by them telling you, oh, if you walk for 13 more minutes, you can achieve your move goal, your, your calorie goal. And some people might find that annoying. And also you can tr- uh, change the heart rate monitor if you want to know, like if you're if you're beating your heart's beating over a hundred beats per minute and you want to know, you you can set that alarm. So um, if you don't want a heart attack or anything, it, it, it's been proven that the Apple watch has helped people with health. Uh, things that it doesn't do, my, my watch doesn't do is have video. There is no video on this Apple watch. I don't know about series four. I, I don't think there is video on that, but I I could be mistaken, but this one, the series three that I have doesn't have video. So that's, that's kind of a, a, a downer, just something that some, a lot of people love video. So that's not on here, but um, pictures, unlimited pictures, and i mostly use it for step counts and activity and how 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 much work am i actually doing how much i like to keep track of that data and see where i'm at and uh also notifications i get a lot of notifications on my phone because i have breaking news sports and twitter instagram so lot of the times my phone is dinging off the hook ding ding and it's just crazy. it's on silent right now because i'm recording but it um it goes off quite a bit but like i said earlier i'm not checking my phone and not getting distracted by notifications that never happens anymore i'm just it it uh it definitely increases productivity for for me i don't know if it will work for everyone but It's definitely helping me out tremendously. Um, Other things it can do is Siri. Uh, You can use Siri uh, anytime you want with your watch. You can talk to Siri so you don't have to pull out your phone again. I just use it for setting timers. So let's see if I can do this live on the air and uh, use Siri to do that and see if you can hear it. All right. Interesting... Interesting audio we're doing right now. (laughs) 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 Set timer for 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes and counting. So, yeah, you can do stuff like that. And for some reason, um, I don't think Siri is connected to the internet. Um, Let's see. Hold on. Siri, what can you tell me about podcasting? Here's what I found. Yeah, it's just a Wikipedia page. So that's interesting. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, it it is a really cool device. Um, Just if you're really tired of using your phone for everything, I recommend getting an Apple Watch or a wearable of some kind because it. I find it makes things quicker. Like, I'm not distracted by my phone as much as I used to be. My screen time down, I would say, 20, 20 to 30%. So, it is useful. It's one of those things where you don't really know how much you needed it until you have it. Guy. Fun guy, what's up, baby? What do, baby. Yeah, you already know. Is, uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Tech Takes Episode 3. And before we get on to the Tech Takes top ten, just wanna give a shout out to Miss Nightmare. If you listen to Miss Nightmare, Nightmares Made Of, I think it's called, um, she featured one of my, a uh, couple of my call-ins, yeah. and um, I do talk about the Apple Watch in a um, X-rated kind of way, so if you want to hear what I had to say, uh, m- my triple XXX hijinks with the Apple Watch, go check out Miss Nightmare, you can find her on Anchor. But anyways, it's time for the Tech Takes Top 10. It's been a long time since we've done this. And we're back. We're back to doing this. And uh, what, what do we got this week? We got the 10 most outdated gadgets you can still buy today. So this should be interesting. So let's go. Where's number 10? Oh, there it is. Number 10. Okay, number 10 is or uh, sorry, let's just go over this again. 10 most outdated gadgets you can still buy today. Number 10 is the compact cassette. The compact cassette. Does you guys remember those? A lot of you youngins probably don't remember the compact cassette, but back in my day. I use this a lot because I love audio. I still love it today. I loved it when I was a child and I had these compact cassettes, put it in your ghetto blaster. You can record the radio, you can record your voice. Oh yeah. We did many, many audio skets, skits, sketches. When my brother and I back in the day was hilarious stuff. I don't know if I can find those tapes in my mom's basement. But um, uh, if I do, I will play them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing the Kawhi laugh. I don't care. He's a Clipper now. I don't care. I'm still gonna play it. Uh, let's go. Number nine. Number nine is the Walkman. Can you really buy a Walkman today? I, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. So, for those who don't remember, the, the Walkman was a small cassette player. So, number 10 was a cassette player. A little disc, um, a little tape. And you put it in the Walkman. You record your stuff at home on your big ghetto blaster. And then you could take the Walkman, clip it to your belt, and go mobile and listen to music while you're walking, going to school, or whatever. Um and Sony had the big one, the Sony Walkman. Everybody had to have a Sony Walkman. Um, It was introduced by Sony in 1979, and though the brand name Walkman was only applicable for Sony product, the term became a common name for people who used it loosely to mean any portable cassette player and earpieces. Popular in the 80s and 90s, it got replaced by portable CD players. Yeah, I had those two. That brings us to number 8. Number 8 is the Discman. So what replaced cassette players is the Discman. So you, you bought a CD at the store, you want to bring it to you while bring it with you while you're walking. You had a Discman, it was pretty big and bulky and the big deal with that was it would skip if you were jogging. It was almost impossible to, to have a smooth uh, listening experience because it would uh, jump and skip and the lasers would go all haywire and you couldn't hear what you are wanting to hear. So it launched in 1984. I definitely did not have one in 1984. Um, I still had Walkmans and um but yes i then in the 90s then i got a discman and i don't remember using it that long because of the skipping like it was really annoying but uh, apparently you can still buy them today I, I i just i can't see that i why would you want one but um like who would carry it but apparently according to this list the discman is still available number seven number seven is the floppy disk so back before the cloud we had floppy disks I remember the big ones the big floppy disks uh, those only carried about one megabyte of memory And But I'm sure people remember the the plastic disks. They were like 3.5 inches, come in various colors. I remember putting my school assignments on those and then bringing them to school. Oh yeah, those were the times. But now everything's on the cloud. You don't need storage space at all in your your, uh, computers and tablets and everything's on the cloud you need minimal disk space today so it's very convenient but just yeah imagine having like gigabytes of these floppy disks running around like they're basically garbage but apparently you can still buy them today um i i just can't see that at all but who would actually use that but apparently according to this list it's still available six number six is the pager. Oh yeah, that's definitely obsolete. Ever, like the, the the cell phone has totally destroyed the pager market. Everyone's mobile now and um, but back in the 70s, before I was born, um, well around the time I was born, the, the pager first came out. And um, the market leader for gadget for this gadget was Motorola. And the purpose of the gadget was to help in the um, what the purpose of the gadget was to help in the exchange of text messages. It is now one of the most outdated gadgets that are out of use. What it is now one of the outdated gadgets that are out of use, but it says you could still buy them. And again, I don't know where and why, and is there really people with pagers out there? If you know, let me know, because I just, I don't see it. The, the smartphone has totally destroyed the pager market by a long shot. Like, like a lot of things, the smartphone has destroyed a lot of products that we might get into later in this list. Number five. Number five is Game Boy. Portable gaming device, the Game Boy. It's still around, sort of. Uh, There's still people with DSs, but even that is pretty obsolete. Uh, We have the Nintendo Switch. That's portable. That's sort of like a Game Boy, but that can go on your TV. The original Game Boy was in black and white and uh, it couldn't go on your TV. And, um, but it was super popular. I remember back, way back in 1989, sitting on my porch playing video games outside. I thought that was so cool that you could play video games outside. Now it's like common, so common with our smartphones, playing a video game outside is not a thrill. But way back in 1989, it was a thrill to sit on your porch And play Super Mario Brothers on your black and white Game Boy. And Tetris. Tetris was another big game for Game Boy way back, back in the day. But yeah, they're pretty much obsolete now. Yeah, I don't see. You could still buy them. I agree. I can guarantee that somewhere out there you can still get a Game Boy. But why would you need one today? Number four. Number four is the electronic organizer. I did not have one of these, but I'm guessing, like business people before laptops and and notebooks and tablets, people had electronic organizers. It was like a small handheld calculator, but it could take notes and you could type on it. And, um, It came with a built-in diary application. It also has other functions such as calendar and address book. usually comes with a small alphanumeric. See, I'm very rusty with podcasting. I haven't done it in months. So please bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it usually comes with alphanumeric keypad. Uh, Use it. Uh, the 90s what used it the 90s this article is really poorly written this is not good not good at all (laughs) (laughs) so it was saying that it was used in the 90s and then got replaced rapidly by pdas in 2000 so that's it for the number four the electronic organizer number three number three is the calculator watch i did not oh yeah actually i did have one of these so it's basically like the apple watch but it ha, it just had calculator on it and time of course but had all the alphanumeric numbers the, the numeric numbers sorry not alphanumeric and i remember yeah casio was the the market leader for the calculator watch and i i bet and i remember that teachers didn't want us to wear them because we could cheat on our math tests with the calculator watch we weren't supposed to use calculators back in the day but uh yeah these were very popular in the 70s and 80s but now with the apple watch i can calculate on my apple watch among a lot of other functions and um, smartphones we can pull out a calculator in our smartphones it's like a swiss army knife of applications our smartphones, so it's definitely taken the spot of many of these devices number two number two is the film camera and uh definitely taken Away by smartphones, but uh, yeah, and digital cameras, uh, that totally destroyed the film industry for pictures. Like, I remember a whole bunch of picture developing studios stores. Uh, we had uh, Blacks and Fuji and uh, Kodak had their own store. Now, those all, all those stores are defunct and closed because the smartphone. We, we have pictures, very high-quality photos on our phones. Film camera is, is so obsolete, but I'm sure somewhere you can buy it. Um, I'm not sure why you would need that. Maybe if you want that old-school look to your photos, but smartphones can do that. They can put filters to make your photos look old-school. And, um, yeah, developing them was a, a big problem. We see the red room in Stranger Things. That was a thing. Like Stranger Things is really on the ball with their nostalgia points. But, anyways, that's a whole another topic for another day. Um, right. So, yeah, this is totally obsolete. Um, you could only take thirty six photographs. Imagine that. What would people do today? if they could only take 36 photographs before they had to delete something. (laughs) Right now, you could take unlimited photos. One, imagine how many selfies are taken each day in the world. It's gotta be billion. Gotta be. It's gotta be billions. But anyways, that was number two. And finally, number one. Number one is portable TV. Yeah, I did not have this when I was a kid, but apparently, in the seventies and eighties, um, this was a thing. It was like a three to six inch screen, which is basically a smartphone, well, smaller than a smart smartphone. And um, yeah, you could watch TV on this portable TV, and you could watch it outside. Um, the, port- the portable television sets were introduced in the market by Panasonic and Sinclair Research. Later, Sony, the brand famous for portable gizmos, jumped into the market with the Watchmen. I do not remember the Watchmen, um, but it makes sense. The Walkman, the Watchman. And uh, speaking of The Watchmen, there's a show coming on HBO called The Watchmen. But anyways, uh, that's a comic book thing. But anyways, let's go back to this. Uh, The screen size varies from three to six inches, though available mainly in the 70s and 80s. They were never too popular. Yeah, that would explain why I don't remember them, because they weren't popular. Um, They're still available, but are mostly outdated gadgets that are out of use now. Yeah, because why you got tablets, that are multi-function devices and a smartphone as my timer goes off that i said a while ago if you were listening to the first half i said a timer with siri it just went off um right so yeah there it is the portable tv number one very outdated and that was the tech takes top 10. the most outdated gadgets you can still buy today but uh, I don't think you can. You got to really really know where to go. You got to go in the, the, the deep dark basement of some of these retail stores to, to find some of these products. They're very very outdated and obsolete and we do not need them anymore. So that's a wrap for Tech Takes Three. Thank you for listening. It, it's been a really long time since I've done an episode, so the, the, there was definite rust on this episode, but I had some, I had a couple hours to put this together. It takes time. It just, it takes a lot of time to put these things together. And um, so thank you for st- sticking with it to the end. And thank you for listening i'll be back full-time podcasting again in in september and that's only a few weeks away as i record this i don't know when you're listening to this but it's only a few weeks away we'll be back geek city season two will get underway in september mega mr 46 he's still going on strong he's still podcasting on his own show and giving you all the latest news and geek stuff Wednesday Awakens, Marvel Tuesday. Um, so, but I'm guessing, I haven't talked to him for a while, but I'm guessing he's itching and scratching like I am to get back on with Geek City Season 2. We'll do that um, after Labor Day. I, I just don't know exactly when that will be, but I think uh, either the first Wednesday after Labor Day or the second Whatever that is, I, I haven't looked at a calendar, but uh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, and we're, we're talking about doing more After Dark with Lil Extreme Erica. She did an episode with Dr. Notorious, it was really good. I, re- I really enjoyed it, so you could you should go check that out on Lil Extreme Erica's page, her anchor page. I don't think she's on any other podcasting platforms, I, I think it's an anchor exclusive. And uh, so, go check that out. That's a, that's a good listen. I, I highly recommend that. They mention me quite a bit, so uh, that that that's always thrilling. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, and check me out on at KMC Show on Twitter. I'm I'm going on there quite a bit and during the summer, whenever I get a spare moment, if I see something. Interesting usually a video uh, I posted on at KMC show and we're still doing periscope I haven't done one in a while Haven't had time, but um, you could listen to me and others on periscope at KMC show so go check us out there and um, Yeah, I've been tweeting a lot. I tweeted out recently a list of TV shows uh, that I need to watch or get get caught up on, and um, the only show I've I've watched I've only watched one episode since I've tweeted that, and it was the show Succession, and I watched the first episode, and um, yeah, no, I. I, I not a fan. Like, it, I'm sure it's good. It's in season two. It just started. But um, it's, I don't know. Whoop. Oh, we'll just go with it. I hit the wrong button. But we'll just do some animation, anyways. Um, yeah, Succession. Watch the pilot. And I just couldn't get into it. I, the pilot really needs to be really good for me to want to keep watching. I heard it gets good. But, I just didn't really like anybody I saw in the pilot that made me want to keep watching. Um, it's just a bunch of uh, annoying rich people doing stuff. And I like the show Billions, w- which is similar. Like, you don't really love the, the protagonist and anti- There's two... See, that's the beauty of Billions, is there's rich guys and they're morally ambiguous. Like you, they're, they have good qualities and they have bad qualities and they go head to head. These two guys, Chuck and Axe, they go at each other. And it's very entertaining to watch because both of them are evil. Both of them have good sides. So, but I don't see that with this show yet. I don't know if I'll stick to it. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I I desperately need to catch up on a lot of TV. There's shows on that list that should have been and um, yeah, hopefully really soon I'll get caught up on those. All right. It was awesome getting in here again, back in the studio, getting that rust off. We'll be back in September with more tech takes, more Geek City and hopefully something new. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. As I always say, it is what it is. Anyways, I'm now hesitant to get out of the studio. What's going on here? But I hope you enjoyed Tech Takes Three. We'll be back soon with more.